0: You're listening to Brand New Words. I'm your host, Ed Fortune, and I'm here with... I'm Ross. And I'm producer Al. I'm Cy Lloyd. And I'm Del. On today's show, we're going to grab a whole load of books and talk nonsense about them. Yes, it's Judge Book Free Because, why the heck not? You really like them, apparently. So, we're going to do one of those. Um, and coming up now, I think the jingle. Shall we have a jingle?
1: Starburst Radio. The greatest radio show in the universe.
0: Every Wednesday, 9pm till 11pm. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. That jingle was lovely.
1: What a lovely <coughs> jingle.
0: Lovely jingle. So, in case you uh, haven't caught it or you don't know, we are on uh, Facebook. Our super secret Facebook group is called the Brave New Words Super Secret Book Club. You should join it because it's super secret and you are special. Um, <laughs> You can also find us on Twitter at Radio Bookworm. Uh, what else can we be found on? We Instagram. Found... We were talking about that earlier.
2: Instagram
0: is that Raveny Words. Yes. Uh, and we're probably available by Owl Raven Whispering Tree.
2: I think we are technically on Twitter. Oh, sorry, on Tumblr as well.
0: We are on Tumblr. Tumblr is New Words. It is. I think, like, think there is stuff on there.
2: They might not. We be. might have posted something at one point you can say shall I
0: shall I start handing books out yeah let's do it and and let's take a look at books so this is one of the shows where we just talk about books Um,
1: (laughs) and
2: rummage through and the press releases
0: and the press releases these are all books that have been recently sent to me ooh ooh this one looks good
3: shall
2: I start
3: with that one then it looks good
2: this is called "Sinking the Admiral" by members of the Detection Club. Oh, now, yeah, I don't. I'm assuming this is some sort of successor, or written at the same time and republished of the Detection Club that Agatha Christie, um, and Sayers and people were in in the sort of twenties, thirties-ish time. Um, this is a, this is jolly. It's jolly, isn't it? It's jolly. It it's looks jolly. jolly. Yeah, it's...
4: Yes. Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, it's written by some ridiculous number of people.
4: Um, okay. So,
3: is it an anthology? I, I don't. Well, we it, don't says know. It, it says it's a novel.
2: Because we're judging it by the cover.
0: Well,
3: well the, the cover card. is blue and it's got a, a life ring. Life, yeah, life the con- yeah, the
2: contributors are three, six, nine, 12. there's 14 of them. Wow.
3: Gosh. Did they write a chapter each?
2: I don't know.
3: It like one of those yeah. round robin ones. That would be awesome. <laughs> where everyone you,
1: writes it? a word.
3: Well, <laughs> well no, you write a chapter and then the next person has to pick up where you left off. <laughs>
1: Um, Did you never do that as a story, but you had to go around mm. in a circle and you could only um, say one word at a time? You can derail story... that very
3: quickly if your word is cornflakes.
1: Well, the story was basically nonsense. Yeah. yeah.
2: Every time. Yeah.
3: Well, according it's, to a, the... it's also i I'm, I'm sorry I haven't a clue game. It, um, is,
2: it is. It's a, a theatre game as well, darling. theatre game.
3: Okay. Mm. You know what we should do? We, we should, we talk, we
0: there's we a, we should try it. it. There's a new book out called The Baron Munchausen Game.
4: There is. We should talk about we that. We
0: should talk about that in a future show. Yes. And do you know what? Re- that sounds like a really good idea for a panel show. Some sort of improvisational kind of. Anyway, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: is it? It sounds like a really good idea. Someone anyway, should do Anyway,
2: according to the, to the blurb stuff on the back, uh, the Admiral is a pub on the Suffolk coast. It is also the nickname of its landlord and of his boat. Not of as buoyant as they should be. For the landlord is in debt. His boat is waterlogged, and the pub is threatened with closure. Um, I love everything about what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently the characters in this weren't banking on the fact that this story is written by 14 extremely competitive crime writers from the legendary detection club arch bamboozlers who will stop at nothing to save a good pub um, <laughs> good a lot, and it does it does actually stray on the back of it also available by members of the detection club including Christy Sayers and Chesterton is, is the floating admiral which I would presume is in some sort of thematic way linked to this which is the sinking admiral yeah I mm. assume there's a thematic link there I I want to keep this one. Yeah, you want to read that? That's cool.
1: I have um, "Fierce Gods" by Cole Buchanan. Um, From there is a brooding man with an axe on the front. Uh, He has a fur cape on on top of his armor, and there appears to be some red battle behind him. So, I would assume from looking at this cover that he is probably a hero of some form, in some form of war Um, and with that broody, scowly face he doesn't want to be. Um, And because it's called Fierce Gods, maybe it's a war against gods? What I find
0: fascinating about that is that that's the fourth book in the series that you just gravitated to magically.
1: (laughs) no <laughs> it is. how and it doesn't say on the front it doesn't say on the front that this isn't even arc this is the actual book and it doesn't say that this is the fourth in a series but it, i'm see at first i was like "Oh, broody person but it, but it
2: does on the top line of the back cover
1: i don't care it doesn't say it on the spine <laughs> oh the bit at the bottom says when the world no when the end comes who will survive now, yeah the back says but book four of the Farlander novels see so, I've read
0: the other three Farlander novels but I couldn't tell you anything about them was, uh, Tor gave me an assignment to, to write about them which I did but that was the same week that I had terrible 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 flu. Um, so I read them all in one sitting hallucinated wildly then wrote a review um, it went down really well but I, I've now Did you jettison the knowledge afterwards <laughs> it <I> just <laughs> fell out of my brain in a kind of in a, in a kind of. I'm not sure if this is real anymore sort of way So there's
1: definitely a theme from because the back of the bo- book has got the covers of the other three stories at the bottom and the first one is like a brooding man um running away from something with lots of green and the second one is a a brooding man with a sword running away from some yellow. And the the third one is a brooding lady with a mask behind it standing in front of some grey. So that there's a thematic like so Link cl- in so the yeah. the colour blocking yeah. is their thing. Um the <sighs> The, the, nothing from the first judge is enough to make me feel like there's anything different to maybe other stories that have brooding men with an axe in front of a battle
0: I think he's an assassin of memory serves as well cool. because obviously he is um, he's an ex-soldier and this stuff, to be quite honest I was on an awful lot of pain medication at the time so <laughs>
4: I can't really remember um, uh, the subtle assassin's tool of a big choppy axe yeah <laughs> What other books have you reviewed while Does in the, the state, world? <laughs> Quite a few, actually. Um,
1: not all that
0: often, but I get a lot of reading done when I am.
1: But reading the blurb as well, it doesn't—it doesn't read like the blurb of a fourth book, if that makes sense. Like it's not pitching it to me as if I already know these characters. So I would then wonder if it's maybe a series where they're not.
2: So it's and in the I same world, but they're
1: not but massively yeah. linked. But as I said, I, I could be very wrong, but this isn't a review. This is me judging a cover.
0: If memory serves of the Colbert Cannon stuff, kind of their complete stories with cliffhangers, if you see what I mean. As okay. In, dun, dun dun, the heroes have done something amazing. Oh, but it turns out that maybe they shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. Next book. Well, the consequences of this means that this person needs to fix it. Can they get to the screwdriver in time? Is IKEA closed? That's something. Sort
4: of <laughs> Amazing. So, I am holding a book called Skullsworn by Brian Staveley and the cover is very colorful. It's got um, what looks like a sort of tropical lagoon background, but in the foreground is a vikingy-looking sword, very highly decorated with lots of brass and engraving. Um, it it could be generic fantasy novel but I've taken the time to read the back and it actually has got a nice little story it's a standalone story set in the world of Mr Staveley's previous books and it appears to be about a trainee assassin except it's a bit spiritual she's like a priestess of the god of death Um, but she's got to her final test is she's got to kill seven people in fourteen days, including her own one true love, the problem being, she's never been in love. So oh her no! first mission is to find someone, fall in love with him, so she can kill him. Because um, <laughs> I
1: was going to say we've we've seen that story before, but no, I've not seen that story. <laughs> no, before. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great.
4: It's um, it, it uh, the way I've described it, it could almost turn into a comedy, but the way it's described and the the, 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 the actual cover of the book suggests it probably isn't Mm -hmm. um it looks pretty um it does look pretty but uh, and and and, and the the description of the story um that i just gave is possibly more interesting than the text on the back but it is (laughs) um yeah i I wouldn't mind having a go at this just for the concept Mm -hmm. only very very goodly conceptual
1: Goodly conceptual.
4: Yes. <laughs> we, we do good words good.
3: <laughs> what have you got there, Ross? I have The Dragon's Legacy by Deborah A. Wolfe. This is apparently a debut uh, novel by a, a newcomer author. Uh, it's the first of a trilogy.
1: You'd hope so if it was the debut. <laughs> I'm going well, to yes. start with the second.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, what I meant was, well, it's, it's not a standalone, It's just this is one of three. <laughs>
2: Actually, I have a friend who's just got an agent based off the third book in her series. And that was the one she's ended up pitching first. Mm. You know,
0: technically speaking, I would be a debut author. If I was to write a novel, I'd be a debut author. Despite the fact that I've worked on books before, and I've been in the industry for most of my adult life, <laughs> I'd still be a debut author. It's kind of interesting. Because I've never had a book published under my name, which is mine, which I solely have created. Ah. I've fixed up people's books for them, but I've never actually written one myself. Wow. I have but I haven't been published, so Always the Bridesmaid.
3: Always the bridesmaid <laughs> Okay, well I am not sure what to, there's a dragon on the front, as you might hope for the Dragon's Legacy, so it's it just you know, the dragons are still around. It's got uh, a dragon the, dragon on the cover, that means yes. it's good.
4: Yeah. The <laughs> sure. show. Yeah.
3: Yep, yeah, done you know, sold is, <laughs> um, that,
2: is that the actual book or is that an arc
3: this is an arc this is a actual cover the actual so. cover though. There we have yeah, the, yeah, it yeah. is also the actual cover I we, was have, just we thinking, have a picture Yeah, I was
2: just thinking the actual book seems quite large but I know they, they sometimes make them bigger for arcs don't they
3: yeah um, We yeah. Your, the copy that you buy will not usually have the words uncorrected bound proof not for resale <laughs> on it uh, but yes we have a dragon in the foreground breathing fire as you do there is a relatively low moon over the horizon and there is an um, it's not oriental what am I thinking of occidental possibly uh, European no no the Taj Mahal is not <laughs> Indian, Taj Mahal style Indian. yeah Indian <laughs> style building um, so there's a mix of I don't know if there are many dragon stories from that part of the world so that sounds like a clash of things the back of the book goes a little bit more into the kind of people whose books you might have already know about and therefore might like this one. So there's pitching uh, Guy Gabrielle, Jacqueline Carey, and I've got an additional note here for um, for the H- Frank Herbert's Doom series, which is mm-hmm. that kind of political complex structure. Oh, mm. interesting. Yes. But the back cover blurb itself doesn't tell me almost any of that. So, And it's got a dragon on the cover. It's got a dragon on the cover. Yeah.
0: See, um, I'm often disappointed with books with dragons on the cover, and it's like, there's a dragon on the cover, and I'm like, excellent, well, my book will be swashed. No, we're going to talk about the, the this fantasy country having political relations with this fantasy country. Was it right. worth going
3: through the blood to set this person off? You know, we are going to encourage this new author, let's not be too. Uh, no, no, I like a bit of politics and I, in my so okay. Saluma is, is a newly minted warrior and a true. Jai Akari, a daughter of the unforgiving desert. When a mysterious young man appears in her home of Aishkalum, she reveals Sulima's hidden connection to the Dragon King, all-powerful ruler of. I'm sold. I'm sold. It's got words I don't understand. <laughs> yes, sold, yeah, yeah. a sword, yeah. a princess, and a dragon king. Done.
0: Definitely. Yes, there, are, okay, there is also a sleeping dragon. But yes, a sleeping dragon, even. Finally? And who, who will stir? Apparently. Right now, oh, is oh. that an actual dragon, or is that his will? Well, I wasn't sure with. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I must answer the question sometimes before you hear all of a it. A
1: dragon is just a dragon.
3: I see. Okay. And a dragon king. sometimes a willy is
0: all. No. <laughs> this is a cigar. It's also a dildo. If it's
3: breathing fire, that's a problem.
0: <laughs> see a doctor.
3: Uh,
0: I have I have a book in my hand. Um. um uh, the schwabs are conjuring of light and um, this is how fantasy should be done according to Publishers Weekly, but what <laughs> they know um, spellbinding according to Starburst, they definitely don't know anything. Um, a refreshing take on magic. the eye oh well, maybe. Um, so it's beautiful as a cover. yeah, uh,
2: yeah it's definitely.
0: white, it's black, it's red. Uh, I know why as well, because I know Ooh. the series. Um, there's a Red London and a Black London and a White London and a Real London. And they're all different shades of a, like, a shattered prism. Okay.
3: Um,
1: have we talked about one of them before? We
0: talked about the first one. Ninfa reviewed it in the old yeah. show. And I think we've got all of them somewhere in the book cabin. Somewhere in Book Towers. We We have all yeah. of these books. And I haven't read a single one.
2: That sounds good. I'm, I'm always taken by um, London AU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, it,
1: it sounds it sounds stupid, but it, as judging a book by its cover, someone has spent a very long time making sure that you can judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. And that, mm. I would read that simply from that image. I wouldn't even necessarily read the blurb. It just He's a sor-
0: he looks like a sorcerer. There's lots yeah. of different colours. It's, it's called a country. Stage magician, there's a, there's a foppish
1: cape going on. He's standing Ooh. on a
0: map of London. Oh, in different shades with blood stain yeah, yeah. It, the blood bleeds bleeds into the, into the spine um, <laughs> Ed can't
1: judge the book by its cover anymore because producer Al has taken it off him
4: oh. that's because I've mentioned there's a map there yes, <laughs> pretty much,
2: pretty
4: much. <laughs> we like books with maps don't yeah. we
2: that's, that's quite a wide range of, of quotes as well
0: uh, yes um, reminiscence of Neil Gaiman every every time everyone, everyone does that it's not fair um, it's massive it's, it's 700 pages it's wow good. is that white reminiscence but did you
1: say that again is that the fourth one
0: that is the third or
1: fourth the third or fourth one so they do a lot of series the books third. get bigger the further into the story you go well, yeah you invested at
0: yeah. that point so they, they can they can spoil you can't
1: they yeah But seeing how pretty that is, I would happily root out the first one. I would, I would, you know, sometimes we're like, this book sounds interesting, but it feels like too much investment to read the series to get to it. Mm. I'd invest in that, which sounds ridiculous, but.
0: I I was going to throw it into the massive cushions we have in one corner of the book nook, but if I do that, then I might actually kill, oh, I might kill a bunny rabbit, so I better not do that. Yeah. um,
4: Books.
2: Cool. I can't believe there's all these detective-type books coming in into the book nook, and I'm not being told about it. Frankly, I'm appalled. Uh, I've got The Golden Age of Murder by Martin Edwards, which is a non-fiction book, and it's all about the golden age of detective fiction, which is what they use as an umbrella term for the books published in the 20s and 30s in the UK, which ended up going worldwide. Um, and so this is um, basically... It's who these people were, what happened, and a bit about the Detection Club, which we referenced earlier. We don't get sent much nonfiction. We don't. Um,
0: there's been a because
2: the, there's no story. murder
0: is the fourth wheel of the of the kind of genre uh, trilogy because mm. when you think about it, horror and murder stories are basically the same thing. just yep. on the spectrum. Mm.
1: Well, when we were at um, Sledge Lit, one of the panels i think me and ross were there but i can't remember which panel it was and they were talking about mashups and um crime is the easiest genre to mash into any other genre like crime and mystery and isn't like and i was like actually that's true a lot of fantasy i've read comes down to crime a lot of sci-fi i've read comes down to crime like yeah, yeah after
0: atlas is a crime story first the expanse is a crime story first mm. uh it's also i mean it's also a political thriller, but yeah. it's you know it's it's set in space, and the fact that it's set in space simply just makes everything more deadly. Yeah. So I kind of mm. I love about the expanse actually, um, the, the idea that it's like yeah, it's this this would be a normal political thriller, this would be a cold because it's a cold war thriller, mm-hmm. except for the fact that rather than flying over to Russia, you have to go from Earth to Mars, and there's the expanse in the way mm. where you die.
1: Something coming through is the same. It's a crime novel first, but the setting is sci-fi. But then it does—it does need to be a sci-fi story for what you you end
0: up with. Is it a fronts crime novel? The first one? I don't know.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sort um, of is, isn't it? Well, the kind of the, the whole thing is certainly the, the little finger conspiracies are definitely you know who's doing all this stuff. It's the investigation.
0: It starts off with the investigation into adultery, yeah, which is you know, a crime. And oh, the murder of John Aram. Yeah, and the murder of John Aram.
2: Anyway, this book, which is The Golden Age of Murder by Martin Edwards, has a very sort of art deco ish um, mm. cover picture uh, in that it's three people um, in purple and green and white who are potentially killing uh, a small person in the background by a variety of methods, which is poison stabbing and shooting. Um, I would point out that purple, green and white are the colours of the women's suffrage movement. Um, which may or may not be related, not sure. I obviously had a lot of female detective novel writers in the golden age of detective fiction.
0: Mostly mostly writing under their initials.
1: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They all look all the people on the front look a little bit like Oogie Boogie though. From yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. But I'm still having this. <laughs> I'm having this one as so. well. Okay, I think that's that a discussion sense. we'll all have later. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> put it back in the box for now. It'll be fine.
1: You have to put it back. In, you can have it. Just put it back in the box for now. You have to remember
4: to get it out again later. That's the thing. I, I, I have more crime books. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Go for it then. If you've got crime, crime books.
4: Sorry. <laughs> if you wanted to go first, but no, no, no um, just... you're, you're,
3: you're committed to more crime. Is what I you're saying. I, I'm, I'm committing crime. Yeah. Um, I have two books by Anthony Berkeley. Uh, these are two books in. I'm assuming a series. They're both described as a Roger Sheringham detective novel. Right. Okay. So I don't know whether that's... I'm the really
1: series. sorry. I thought you said a Roger Sheringham. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry.
3: The Roger
0: Sheringham.
1: Roger Sheringham. What he did in
0: his yep. spare time, we, we can't comment on. Oh, dear. Like,
1: it was a little bit like, how is this happening? <laughs> okay, carry
4: on. Ed went there earlier. Really. It's not really going to stop. <laughs> I know. Uh, now no, that door's been open. Okay, so the two titles
3: I've got are the Witchford Poisoning Case and the Silk Stocking Murders. Ooh. <laughs> the with looking, excited sigh. Okay, it's
2: all looking very late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, by, I was by thinking, the cover. Oh, yeah, they are very
3: stylized as, as older looking books. These are lovely. They're little hardbacks. I'm assuming they're these are the proper release versions. Um, oh, they've got. They've they, got aren't they? Yeah, there's a little barcode inside a stamp with a. started <gasps> oh, excited now Yeah. Look at the, thing the, spines the spines are backwards. I mean, the spines are backwards. You've got the, the the words are written the wrong way up the spine because normally if you put a book yeah on its back, the, the yeah. sp- you can read the words on the spine the right way up, but they're not.
1: I it's like a mystery. The spines are a picture of a book.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, they look they they look very lovely. They look like sort of well, all the, the, sul- the books sul- have sul-
0: been around a while. The something something thing has that old school nineteenth-century drawing of a man. Holding a woman who is probably dead because I think she's been throttled by a silk stocking. It's given the title of the book, would make sense.
2: Yeah. They um, look like I would be
1: reading a quaint old style. Well, I mean, there's, there's books on the
3: back which you mention other members of, I think the Detective and there's an Agatha Christie title. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the leaves on the back. Okay. And it's that old, it's um, a
0: quarter stamp, it's that old stamp style. So the adverts for the other books rather than just going, buy this book, look like it's been done on an old-fashioned stamp and stamped into the, the, the pages. Aww. Well, by hand.
2: Having, having flipped through the, the uh, Wickford w- poisoning case, was that, was that what I was this was first published in 1926. Ah oh, yeah. so, yeah, so it's, it's They're not retro style. They are, no, they are literally retro books. Oh, I love a good repro. Oh, and you get an introduction as well. Tells you all about what's going I on. I think we
3: are going beyond the remit of by its cover but oh, we were only <laughs> we looking at the dust jacket when you,
1: yeah when you take the dust jacket <gasps> off it's very pretty oh, yeah. these
3: are black these are there's a sort of golden embossed I think there's yeah. there's, there's a stylised uh, title women. box of yeah there's a high women image and there's a stylized handcuffs with well a, those are you beard. old style handcuffs yeah it says an expert mm. and <laughs>
2: That doesn't help.
0: <laughs>
1: Devil's
4: just spilled her tea. I didn't
1: spill my tea. I'm very good at not spilling tea. Uh,
0: what have you got there, Sai?
4: <laughs> I have uh, "Winter Song" by S.J. Jones, and the, uh, the 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 front quote announces that the book is lush, sexy, and gorgeous.
1: I'm already not interested.
4: Yeah, it's um, oh, it looks it, a bit limp. it's very feminine. Um, it's uh, it, the, the the cover contains a snow globe with a single white rose blooming oh. inside it. I'm yeah. going to read to you the description, and then I'm going to read to you one of the quotes from the back cover. And I don't think I'll need to say much more. Oh. Um, All her life, Liesl has heard tales of the beautiful, dangerous Goblin King. Oh, god <laughs> they've enraptured her spirits and inspired her musical compositions Oh God! now 18 <laughs> Liesl can't help but feel that her musical dreams and childhood fantasies are slipping away is she 17 but, going on 18? 16 but when her sister is taken by the Goblin King oh, she's really jealous of Liesl must it. journey to the underground Does to save the her love yes yeah. drawn to the strange captivating world she finds and the mysterious man who rules it she soon faces an impossible decision with time and the old laws working against her, Liesel must discover who she truly is before her fate is sealed. And the back quote but says she... "Labyrinth" by way of Angela Carter. Yes, so some,
2: some IP lawyers somewhere for whoever Labyrinth's uh, film company is, should get on that. Disney
0: these
4: days. Oh no, it's fine. Um, it, I, it looks like a sort of tribute to. I've read it. Right, I've actually read this book.
0: Um, <laughs> right, it is Labyrinth at the start. Yeah by way of The Company of Wolves right yep uh, which is the exactly the what car, it so, yeah. Back. exactly yeah, um, yeah. it's also Fifty Shades of, shades of Goblins no! It is yeah. No, this no, is designed right. for women
4: whose first crush was David Bowie and his bulge yes
0: absolutely right. 50% of the book is the labyrinth but rather than the other half is kinky stuff with David Bowie
4: yes essentially right
0: the 50% of his labyrinth the, so other, it's half is, the, the mm. other half is the other half is the pic that you wrote at the end once watching Labyrinth Love Basically. me
4: and I will be your slave. <laughs> it's, yeah, I've just made producer Al cringe.
1: Can't, can
4: <laughs> It's that sort of romance novel, right, he no. said. Um, Did you enjoy it, Ed?
0: I understand the audience and appreciated the audience for what they were, but it's yeah. not my cup of tea, it's yeah. also very slowly paced.
4: Yes, yeah, it's quite thick, really, given that it's, 500,
2: 500 odd
4: pages. I mean, I want to judge, but at the
1: same time, it exists for a reason, and if you enjoy that's absolutely what, you enjoy, yeah. that's absolutely yeah. what you're I, I, to I enjoy. know, I know, at least two or yes. three yes, people
4: who would appreciate that.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those ones where I was like, I was kind of in that kind of because I read it mid winter and I was in that kind of midwinter. I was, I was feeling soft and fluffy kind of thing. So it was kind a kind of bit
1: like that snow globe with white rose on a bed of fur. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, in fairness, it's a perfect cover. Yeah, because it it is. is. Yeah, it tells you exactly what it is.
1: I don't know. I think the cover looks sweet and nice, and I thought that when you were like, "Oh, it's a gorgeous, sexy romp
2: of whatever." Who
4: is Angela Carter? She is a writer who has done lots of things with fairy stories and turned them upside down. A company of Wolves, Knights uh, at the Circus. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, the, the, the front cover image, to me saying,
3: with no knowledge at all what the spine mm. was before you described it, um, reminded me of the Beauty and the Beast thing, which I mean, the,
0: yes. when you moved it. Because yeah. that's exactly
3: what yeah. the market
0: there. I
4: mean, yeah, I yeah right. every, every kind of literature student has done an essay on how nursery rhymes and fairy stories are all filth, and she has basically done the prototype of that. <laughs> She's uh, brought uh, brought it up to everyone's attention. According,
2: according to the press release that is inside this book, it is inspired by nineteenth century German fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Funny
4: it's that. Set in 19th century, Bul- century Bul- Germany. Uh, B- Bulgaria,
0: okay, yeah.
1: Alright, okay. It's set in nineteenth
0: century Germany.
4: Bulgaria, in fact. Bulgaria. Bulgaria, okay.
1: It doesn't say that anywhere.
4: It's the apparent in the first ten pages. It would make it more interesting. It would it yeah. would be good it, it, it would make it more it different. Sort of doesn't it doesn't, doesn't matter. Really, it, it's kind of it starts, given that she buggers off into the labyrinth as soon as the action starts. Anyway, it doesn't really matter where it starts. I out. You, I tell you
0: what, there, there <laughs> is in that book. There's an awful lot. This is kind of tend to mini review, but there's an awful lot of music, uh, music fanboyness going on.
4: Okay, yeah, it did mention that she's a musician.
0: So there's a, there's there's discussions about fretwork and musical style, and she kind of blends it into the metaphor. If it's okay, so, right. get, like, so
4: yeah. It, it it's 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 better than we've just judged it, rather unfairly. But you know, it's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging it hard based off his one paragraph. It's it's it like, like Fifty
4: Shades, where you read the paragraph and, and the challenge is not to laugh openly while you're doing it. Winter Smith <laughs> is, is a better book.
0: Well, yeah, mm. but then of course it's going to be,
4: but yeah, yeah. But a different,
0: same story, but again, that's, yeah. it's not a fair
4: comparison. No, but, mm. uh, no, I love well, Wintersmith.
0: But I would I would I would give the song to someone I would give a song to someone who told me that they've really enjoyed say, Twilight and want something similar.
4: Okay, but okay. I Want
0: something meatier okay. This is this is this is your kind of, you know. This this is your you've had burgers try
4: try a steak. Right, so we can describe this as a form of rehabilitation, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's a so. step from from bad books to good books. Yeah. <laughs>
3: saving people one book at a time you <laughs> uh what have you got there um
1: yeah. i have a book called freaks but with a double e uh, by amanda hocking um it's black and white but then with lots of like red nuances um it's clearly like a kind of a carnival story um you've got the curtain backdrop of the opening of the big top um, with lots of red and white stripes but the image is of a girl it's swirling in a swishy skirt um, in a field, and there's like the big tops in the background and the the um, Ferris wheel. Um, but I literally I haven't read the back yet because I started investigating because on the front it says the multi-million copy international bestseller. Oh. Um So I was like, oh right, is this a I- I second a second print? But the copyright is 2017.
2: First published in
1: 2017, so that means this can only be two months old. Because I was like, Oh, maybe it's like the hardback copy, and they're saying because they've sold millions of the hardback copy. Would the hardback copy have a different copyright? I thought, because yeah, I'm just a bit. I'm intrigued, essentially. I feel like I don't like literally that shouldn't be so the it's, thing that's the multi million copy. The multi million copy international bestseller. Maybe she's written other things? But it normally would say that though, wouldn't it? It would say From, from, from the, the author, author of yeah.
0: could it have been originally an e book.
1: Well there was a from oh, the author of thing at the top. From the author of the Trill series. I don't yeah, I don't yeah, how would you know if it had originally been an e book and would that not still have the same copyright?
0: Oh, if she's a multi million author rather than a multi million it It just says
1: the multi-million copy international bestseller yeah it could mean the author it could Mm. mean the author but i just things like that i think i just i get annoyed with those types of stickers because i think that they're designed to mislead you um and yeah
2: according to the internet it was originally published on the 3rd of january 2017 so yeah it's only
1: it's only a month old almost exactly Um, but yeah so we've got a girl and she's got red (laughs) lipstick on as well so that's nice oh yeah sorry we're not time travellers the back uh, which is the first time I've actually turned this over it says as darkness rises will Gabe help Mara find the truth oh I've lost interest (laughs) (laughs) no so i just i really i don't i don't want to be like that constant bra burner but ultimately if there's a girl on the front cover i assume that she will be the the main character or the protagonist but to find out it's a story about someone helping her find the truth um then yeah uh, 1987 that's quite interesting yeah Carnival comes to a small town of cowdrey uh louisiana Uh, the the events take a dangerous turn for for Mara Besnick the carnival is home it's also a place of secrets hidden powers and a buried past making it hard to connect with outsiders however sparks fly when she meets local boy Gabe Alvarado as they become inseparable Mara realises that Gabe is hiding his own secrets and that his family legacy could destroy Mara's world
2: I feel like we've had a little plethora, a little run on books setting the world of the circus slash carnival mm. slash travelling show of some sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel
2: like there's been a little rush on them. According to the internet, Amanda Hocking is the author of the New York Times best-selling Trill trilogy, the Canaan Chronicles, the Water Song series, and six additional self-published novels. She made international headlines by selling more than a million copies of her self-published books. Prim- primarily in e-book format. Mm. so that's what your little stickery thing
1: yeah. is about. But what's weird though is because the the blurb suggests that this is a, like, this is a mystery novel, but the Ooh. praise quotes one of, the one from the <coughs> Guardian is a fast-paced romance, addictive. What? So it's like also, you can pitch yourself as a crime novel, but your reviews are saying you're a romance novel. Um, and it, I think it, I've said before as well. I get I don't. I don't think it's fair to an author to try and make their selling point that they are the new someone else like let them be Mm. the author that they are because one of the other praise quotes is generated an excitement not felt in the industry since Stephanie Meyer or perhaps even J.K. Rowling so this could be an amazing novel but that's going to be a lie Stephanie Meyer didn't incite excitement in the genre like industry um and I just think, if you're comparing anyone to J.K. Rowling, you're probably lying. Like I don't I just, but I don't mean that you see, in a you're not. I don't mean that even in the writing style. I mean this is clearly not a book about a boy in a wizardry school. Like how is that comparable?
0: You see, if you say to me, uh, if you compare an author to J.K. Rowling and Stephanie Meyer in the same sentence, then my immediate response is to think, oh, so critics are going to hate you for your success on the default. Yeah. Um, because that's what those two authors have in common. That mm-hmm. they're aligned for their success. Yeah. Just uh, you know, and the fact that they've opened up new markets, which is what they, you know yeah. we can complain. We can complain about our popularity. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we have millions more readers. Oh, absolutely. All, all true. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I don't, I don't care about the Twilight novels. What I want to know is what all those Twilight fans read next. Yeah. And I've read those books as well, and some of them are marvelous. Uh, I was sent. Um, a book called The Legion of Regrettable Supervillains.
3: <laughs>
0: and it's this marvellously, uh, it's not as witty as I'd want it to be, but it's just full of really rubbish bad guys. So you've got stuff like The Swarm, which is a villain made out of bees. Nazi, oh, bees. Um, Nazi
2: bees. Nazi bees? bees. To be fair, I think that would be quite nasty.
0: Um, the uh, Robin hood who steals from the poor to give to the rich. Uh, brick Bat, who is uh, a guy who uses poisonous bricks. But it's like it's one, of those, <laughs> one of those books that you just. Because bricks need to be poisonous to do damage, do <laughs> yeah, Let's
2: think about the logic of that for a moment.
0: <laughs> it's one of those books that you just open, and like every single page is just full of something utterly ludicrous. Um, but um, yes. Uh, you, I, is it mean, a comic? It's, oh. it, 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 it's, it's a, it's a um, examination. It's got. Yeah, you know, talks about each one of them. It's kind of, it's kind of like crap towns but for super villains. <laughs> okay.
4: So um, I'm holding a book called Warren the Thirteenth, um, which is an illustrated hardback, oh. and it is lovely. Um, it's well, it's kind of lovely, but kind of sickly. The the, the color is this horrible yeah. sort of poisonous, sickly green.
2: You need sunglasses for that. Uh,
4: yeah, and. Um, the, the illustration is of a sort of ugly cartoon boy with a backpack on <laughs> holding a stick who appears to be going into some menacing woods uh, the whole thing is green but the boy is black and white and there's a bit of an embossed gold on the title um, he's going into the menacing woods there's an evil symbol engraved on a tree there are Green glowing eyes and some kind of creature peeking out on a spider. Um is this book thirteen in a series or is it the thirteenth? I think I think I think, he, I think he, he is called Warren the
3: Thirteenth. Okay, Del can read it then. What? Del's not gonna
1: write the series.
4: <laughs> it's written by Tanya Del Rio and illustrated by Will Stale. And the back says, War on the 13th is back. Along with Beware Reader, this volume contains quicksand, secret codes, witches, angry trees and other dangerous elements. So
2: that sounds like it's for a possibly slightly younger audience.
4: Yeah, I think so. Or um, Dell. Or <laughs> Dell, yeah. Why I addict Del. Um, Apparently. Uh, but it is. Uh, it's... I've just having a quick flick through, I'm breaking the rules, and not just judging by its cover. And there's lots oh, more I illustrations yeah. in this all. kind of sickly yeah. green, but really nicely drawn. There are pages of white text on black. Yeah, um, had a quick scan of the plot, and it seems that Warren is is is, is some kind of trek leader. He calls it a walking hotel.
1: Oh, as this second adventure begins. Ah. Oh
4: sorry (laughs) Dale I think you can probably just get into it yeah Um, I think
2: it might be standalone
4: (laughs) basically this guy Warren uh, is continuing his adventures as a sort of sort of trek tour guide goes into an evil forest where he comes face to face with an evil twin called Warren
1: (laughs) (laughs) Warren and Warren yeah
4: that he has to kind of investigate. I sort um, of love this. I do! Yeah, I, I really want to read it now. Yeah. It looks very readable because there's big letters and um, <laughs> short stretches of text with lots of pretty pictures. It's um, an
2: interesting thing, isn't it? You look and it, go, oh, it's in slightly bigger print. Oh, fantastic, I don't need my glasses. Yeah. I, I have a
0: theory that that's why arcs are larger. Because arcs are sent to years and they're huge and they're like, oh, you know what? I've read 12 books this week. Right, <laughs> it's just slightly easier.
1: I would buy this for well, my 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 bigger nephew is probably a bit too old for this now, but my younger nephew, the right age for this soon. So I would buy it for him so that we could read
0: it. Somewhere, somewhere in this room, somewhere in the book nook, <laughs> there is a copy of the second uh, issue of HiLo, which we talked about a while ago. Oh and, yeah. uh, it's brilliant because it's got HiLo going yay and flying because he's a superhero and a cat ninja. That's a ninja who's a cat uh, on the cover, and that's all you need to judge it by. Yeah, definitely.
4: You see, I got this wrong. I thought he was a Trek leader, but he actually has a walking hotel. It's a hotel on a piece of rock with legs. That's a little, walk. Bit like, um, a little bit house-moving cars. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, sort of strides across the landscape. And the staff appear to be Warren XIII, who is a manager, Uncle Rupert, who is a buffoon, and Chef Bunyan, who is the chef de cuisine. <laughs> I <laughs> that that
2: it! That's a little bit. um Hotel Transylvania. No, ducks. Du- <laughs> ducks animation series. We were kids. Duck
4: Tales.
2: No, Duckula.
4: Oh, oh Dookular! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: where the castle just <laughs> cat- teleported yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'll get it. <laughs> Bang! He in the room. What happened to her arm? Oh. Cause Nurse, was it Nurse? Yeah, she always had a yeah. nursey, yeah, yeah, nanny, nanny, yeah.
4: yes.
2: Nursey's black hair. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. She was always in a sling, wasn't it?
0: I actually think that might be the same. The voice actor might be the actress, though. Nursey and Nanny might be the same person.
4: Well, oh, Ducky Poos! Yeah, are, are they
2: bringing? Are they that back? No? I
4: think they have done, haven't they? They brought they're back
0: bringing, Danger Mouse. So they're right.
2: bringing back Ducktales. Uh, they brought yes. back
0: Danger Mouse, and Duckula is in Danger Mouse, and they're bringing, <laughs> yeah, and they're bringing back. Ducktales with David Tennant the Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, oh, brilliant! Yay! You've got a book
3: there.
2: Have we interviewed this author? No. Okay. <laughs>
0: so
3: don't annoy them yet, or they might not turn up.
2: <laughs> I thought we had because it mentioned that it mentioned on the back cover that the, the author, who is plainly an American, now lives in Australia, and I just thought maybe it was that one that we'd interviewed in the Monsoon. Um, no, a different guy. Okay. This is this is this is dark and grey and black. There's a lot of darkness, um, and there's a man in chains. Um, and it says, "Yes, yeah, says a new twist on an old story. Modern idealism set in a gritty medieval world." According to Publishers Weekly, this is Judgment at Verdant Court, World of Prime, Book Three. That's fine. it Tells you on the front. Mm-hmm. Fan. Um, <laughs> See, the thing World of Prime makes me think that it's going to have something to do with Warhammer, uh, which is not helped by the thing at the top of the back cover, uh, which said, This world operates somewhat like a tabletop role playing game.
4: Right. There's your audience. Can, yeah. can you hear yeah.
0: the dice rolling as they have a fight?
2: There, there is an audience for this book, and it's not me.
0: It's one of the characters. It might be me, though. Yeah,
2: it might be me. <laughs> it might be
1: me.
0: So, so all characters have set careers that can be defined easily, and they slowly but surely get better in their abilities. And sometimes the, the corresponding ability makes no sense.
2: The little, the little, the single, the solitary paragraph that gives you some idea of what the book is about does strongly um, say tabletop role playing game to me.
4: Mm. Through a bit where a guy kills an orc and suddenly realises he's druid. having a track? There's druids. Right. Uh, there's druids. Right.
2: Uh, so yeah. and that's called campaign season you just flip that open and says campaign
4: I did yeah
0: I always get disappointed when I meet, meet real world druids because druidry is a real religion mm. and it's like I'm a third level druid and I'm like oh turn into a bear go on turn into a bear <laughs> um,
3: have
4: they got levels yes, yes. oh brilliant
0: the, the, the order boards of bits and druids have levels um, and it's the, it's the level of mystery because it's a mystery cult
4: oh right okay and yeah you know,
0: don't write in. I understand how druid we work. some of my friends are druids, I've looked into it myself, I get it. But it's just so much funny to say, go on, go on, can you transform into a tree now?
1: Did you did you genuinely just say One of I my friends don't friends hate is druid. druids druids? I've got friends who are druids. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Some of my best
2: wow. friends are druids. some of my best,
0: best friends, friends are, are druids. druids. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with druids. Well, well, no, because I'd, I'd have been sacrificed. <laughs> oh my God, I'm Judist. <laughs> um. Here, have the shawl. I'm, <laughs>
1: Anne, with my book, I've got a big hardback book um, Pathfinder Adventure Path Curse of the Crimson Throne now being someone who's not really from like a roleplay background it just it smacks of Warhammer Um, so I'm assuming that Pathfinder is some form of Warhammer esque it's Dungeons and Dragons right okay because when I turn it over yeah, it says a campaign fit for a queen so then I'd go right so this is definitely roleplay and then yeah at the bottom it says Pathfinder roleplaying game so this is yeah it's a game book yeah, 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 the, the fact the fact that when the fact that when you look at it, there's this little there's this little it,
2: line here across the top of the pages where they've inputted it. That says to me, role playing game book.
4: Yeah, that, I'm that's not a a part
2: of the indexing yeah, system. Basically, yes, absolutely. I'm not a role player, but I know how. Oh, so this
1: look.
3: isn't a story. No. This is
2: actually a campaign it book. Yeah, it
3: will contain just stories. its <laughs> cover, I thought that was going to be a, an actual
4: role
1: playing. Yeah, it's not. Book. Yeah, but it's it not. It's not a story. It's an actual role playing game. It will
4: contain stories, but and and flavour text for the game it's not a novel you've tricked us fortune it was in the pile it was in the uh, uh,
1: yeah
4: what else is in the you made the pile fortune
1: the kings and queens of corvosa have long ruled under the shadow of the curse of the crimson throne an infamous superstition claiming that no monarch of the city of corvosa shall ever die of old age or produce an heir whether or not there is any truth to the legend of the curse, Corvosa's current king is but the latest victim to succumb to this foul legacy. Now the metropolis teeters on—oh, sorry—is it now the metropolis teeters on the edge of anarchy, and it falls to a band of new heroes to save Corvosa from the greatest threat it has ever known. This hardcover compilation updates the fan favorite campaign for use with the Pathfinder role playing game, including new and revised content and nearly 500 pages packed with mayhem, excitement, and adventure.
0: It looks very pretty. Yeah,
2: so if that, There's if a dragon on the back. If you're into that, that sounds really good. Yeah. It sounds like you get like a, a shed load of bonus content. Path, and stuff.
0: Pathfinder, and I'm simplifying, but Pathfinder is basically uh, every time Dungeons & Dragons has a new edition, people don't want to change from the edition that they're into to mm. the next edition. So you kind of get a new product mm. created by someone else that is the left behind. So there's one called Tag Master, which is set in edition. And Pathfinder is like 3.5 edition. Yeah,
4: it's 3.5 Dungeons & Dragons, unbranded, essentially. Um, and it's a lot of it's open source, so you can get all the basic stuff for free. And then you buy this book to give you more. Because you can't be bothered to learn the story yourself. Yeah.
1: It's quite good as well, it? from the looks of it. It's um, it's an expansion, but all six... It's got like a things things this edition contains... Um, all six chapters from the original adventure, expanded and updated for use with the Pathfinder role playing game. So you don't have to have had the original to have this. You could buy this because it's got it in it, and then there's an uh, extras.
0: And also, it looks you know so large and heavy that I was, if it was to put that onto the floor too quickly, we might upset a bunny rabbit. So let's not <laughs> sort of do that. Um, I've got a hardback book. Ooh, it's, oh, it's it's, cool.
3: it's a Warhammer Forty Thousand one it's called Ultramarines. So it's, it's it blue? It's it's part of it's blue. The, the, the people on the cover, on the spine are blue. We're are wearing blue. Uh, the people on the front cover is black and white, so it's a bit difficult to tell. But they should be wearing blue. Okay, they definitely should be. It's wearing It's one of blue. the the Legends collection. It's the, this is the Hachette thing we've we've covered a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I initially misread it of sorts because it because it just says Ultramarines on the front, and I know there is a, an Ultramarines series of novels uh, by gray McNeil. And this doesn't include any, it doesn't feature any of them. Okay. Because um, um, i flipped through the opening pages. It does have stories by Greg McNeil, uh, some of who and may even feature characters from his Ultramarines trilogy of books. But it's not any stories from the, that, tr- none of the novels from that trilogy. It's a collection of other stories from the, the warm 40,000 universe by a handful of authors, all with the theme of Ultramarines. Cool. And it's not blue, even though it's called Ultramarines. I'm confused. Well, i mm-hmm. assume it's you know because it's part of the collection. It's supposed to be you know. Yeah, the, the, supposed the, the, to fit with the overall series.
4: Yeah, it? it's it, that's a sort of corporate image. Of, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This part is one of, of it, those um, with, with that particular series. Monthly
3: yeah. collection or weekly collection? Series. Ooh, I've just opened it in the middle. There are color pages in the middle. Of some some, re- yeah, nice,
4: nice blo- 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 It's creaking. No. This is yeah, it is. Yeah, blo- yeah, that's nice. Sticky. Oh, it's just some oh, nice. noise, so nice. viewers.
1: See I that noise
2: makes me nervous that Not the
4: print's static. gonna come off. Yeah. <laughs> makes me nervous that someone else. I think something
2: it. this this judgment of Verdun Court oh. smells like bookshops. Simon. Yeah it does. Yeah.
4: Sorry. Del <laughs> so just got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shall we leave?
2: Yes. Yeah? Taking our books with us.
0: So many books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, remember to like, su- subscribe, share thanks for staying this long listening to the show and uh, you take care I'm very sorry <laughs> bye bye, bye.